to the self-proclaimed second best podcast of the A7FL. This is the other side of the ball. I am the host of the show. Alongside me for this joyride tonight are my two co-hosts, as always, Double D, Derek Duncan, the division owner of Nevada and the commissioner of the Las Vegas, Nevada division, Chris Vera. We also have two special guests with us tonight. D-Pack is in the house, along with a man, what's going on, along with a man, I will say, went straight gremlin mode in his first game (laughs) in the Jamboree and returned one to the house. It's Mr. Savion Cunningham. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Glad to have you guys on board. Glad to be here. I'm very glad you guys are both here. I can't wait to chop it up with you tonight. Uh, Definitely. I am super happy from what I saw from both of you guys uh, with your play on the field during the Jamboree. Obviously, some of the extracurricular stuff I'm not as happy with, but we'll get into that a little bit tonight. So, yeah, my bad. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> you can save those apologies for later because we're going to really get, we're gonna really get into that because it, it's part of the game, right? It is. It is who we are, how we get down, how this game is played by multiple people, and we all understand it's part of the game, and we're going to get through that a little bit and talk about that tonight. So, right. thank you. <laughs> all right, so uh, last show, Mr. Chris Vera came up with this great concept. I'm giving you all the credit, Chris, even though it's my fault, to, <laughs> to come up with a top eight list or rank the teams in order of how they were going to finish in Jamboree. And as always on our show, we kept our receipts as to what we said was going to go down so we can see how smart of a prognosticator we each were or how stupid I was. <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, uh, I am, Chris, you got your notes? How, how do you want to do, do this? Just uh, jump right into it and say what we had originally. So that way everybody can kind of, the guys can let us know their feelings on it. So, right. <clears throat> the way this was, and I'll start with uh, number one, you ranked them. So at the yes. end, you yes. ranked them with, with who was with, was where. That's the only thing I didn't, I, I'll be honest, I didn't put on here. I just okay, have I found, my ranking. I found it now. Here we go. Right. Got it? Okay. Yeah, I got the whole thing. So at, as a unit from the bottom up, edge, last. Gold, second to last, or seventh. Insomniac, sixth. OTT, fifth. Kryptonite, fourth. Snake Eyes, third. Hunters, second. Pit Bosses, fourth. Uh, first. That's how the, our points totals added up individually. Uh, we'll start with KC. KC had the gold last, which is hilarious. <laughs> that is Jeremiah too, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who ended up taking first place. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that, too. Yep. The, the, for the sure. Edge, for sure, for sure. The Edge 7th, OTT 6th, Kryptonite 5th, Insomniacs 4th, Hunters 3rd, Pit Bosses 2nd, Snake Eyes 1st. Chris had oh. go, Gold last as well. OTT 7th. Put some respect on my boy name, man. Well, well, wait, wait till you get to mine. I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, Gold last, OTT 7th, Edge 6th, Snake Eyes 5th, Kryptonite 4th, Insomniacs 3rd, Hunters 2nd, Pit Bosses 1st. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I, I just, let, let me just throw this in now. Hunters and Gold, 
we, we got to talk about that because oh, I have oh, yeah. one last and one in the second place. So yeah, and I had one last and one in third. So uh, so so, but <laughs> with, with that, they average fifth for you, right? There you go. And then I had Insomniac's last, Edge seven, Snake Eyes six, Kryptonite five, Gold four, Hunters three, Over the Top two, Pit Bosses one. I like that. I like that. Honestly. Yeah, well, I, Man, I put the respect biased. on That's both. Right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not biased. I'm, I'm just saying, like, me personally, by the end of the season, I feel like we're going to be second place behind y'all. Oh, look, he said you, it out you loud. Feel like, you think so? <laughs> yeah, wow. man. Okay. Like, that team got potential. I ain't going to lie. They do. It was like the first game. They didn't really, we Listen, really didn't have a say. practice first time. Boss, I'm trying to tell you, bro. Packer, let me talk, bro. Let me talk. You're not letting me talk. <laughs> bro, Give it to him, Safe. That, that was his first time dinner for that team, bro. So I didn't, I didn't want to come out and have our team look whack, though. So I just like do what I've been doing since I was a kid. I, I respect try my that. Try my best to have them, have them look good. So, and that's why I was letting them go out for kicker turns too, because I didn't want the shine, bro. I wanted them <laughs> to get noticed too. Oh God, I did. He's hey, like, no, he you. said, he said, I don't want that money. I want other people to get seen. But, but look, <laughs> let, me, let me say, let me say this to you, bro. If you're not on that team, they don't score ever. Dead ass. Like you the reason they <laughs> score, bro. So hopefully you stay with these guys. Like you say, cause I, I love G, but bro, they, them dudes not ready to play football. They will be. Hopefully. But, I mean, you guys got to keep this in mind. So let, let's understand this season is originally put together for practice so everybody can get ready for the spring. You can figure out what you do and don't have. Coach up the guys who need to get coached up. Get guys on staff that you don't already have. If you got holes for you know guys that can't get coached up, you, you know you got a trash defensive line and you can't coach them up to be good enough, you got to go hunt for somebody. That's what this fall season is about. So everybody can see where their holes are at so they can get better prepared for spring when, when the real money's in the line. Obviously, okay. we've turned our fall season into something worthwhile because we decided to, oh, did I say that out loud? Oops. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. Can, can we beat that out later? <laughs> because a local, a local broadcast affiliate that is unnamed until our contract is signed. <laughs> uh, has decided we're worthy of putting on their air on their air. So we had to, you know, put everything together the right way and not bootstrap it, not let it be a wreck season. So now we're getting after it, put some money on the line to make everybody understand this is the real deal. So I understand why G's in the position he's in. And I feel like he's got some talent on that team. And if he's, he he has good enough coaching, you know, they can probably pull off. Exactly. They could probably get a three or four wins in with the right, with the right kind of coaching. Listen, listen, when I say they're not ready to play football, the, the boys know how to ball, you feel me? Uh-huh. But they don't know how to play together. They don't know how to play this game. Like, they just out there to play. That's it. They ain't got right. no guidance over there. Like, I know G. I love him to death, but I know him. He ain't over there guiding the boys, right? Like, if they get somebody over there to coach and G just worry about playing, they'll be straight, uh, straight. I promise you that. But Well, so that's an interesting thing. So I'm going to get into some uh, in the weeds here a little bit. And Packer, you might not, and Savion, you guys might not know this yet. So the Edge and the Snake Eyes did not have enough guys to roster a team for the Jamboree. 
So uh-huh. we as a league decided to have them come together with the Insomniacs who were still short guys after they cut Rashad and everybody jumped over to, to the to the Hunters that they could actually have the opportunity to build a squad with three coaches with them out recruiting heavily and trying to bring enough people to, to put a team in. So now obviously the Insomniacs had enough guys to play uh, at, during Jamboree, but they mm-hmm. had a couple guys get injured in Jamboree as well. So we'll see what they look like on Sunday. But, right. to, but to your point, had I known the situation was what it was with G, I might have told one of these two new coaches, hey, one, one of you guys go over here and the other one go over there. But right. we'll, we'll leave, it, we'll leave need, it like bro. it is. I'm going to keep it real. G need help. Well, I do, do have another uh, young bull who's like 19 years old who says he wants to be a coach and wants to coach men. And I told him that if he wanted to Boy. intern. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, right. But still, if he can come in, if he can come in there and scheme and and tell these guys what they should be it's doing, whether look, they follow or not, not. Even, it's not even that. Like, you gotta understand. I'd have been around these Vegas cats for a long time, bro. I'm from Vegas, born and raised. These dudes is not gonna listen to no kid. That's what I told them. Like, they barely listen to older than them. Like, motherfuckers that's been doing this, they don't listen. Like everybody, they they hard headed. I can go right. for that one. <laughs> yeah, you've seen it all season, bro. It's true. And to, to your point, if G has 21 athletes out there and none of them are coachable, you end up with 21 athletes and not a team. Right. Like right. I can't, I, I can't look, I can't speak for their young ooses. Them boys, they they go hard. I've never actually met them like that until our Sunday. So I can't really speak on them. They might be the only two that listen. Keep it real, besides Savion. Right. And Savion's obviously coachable, even though he plays like he don't need no coaches. <laughs> He's out there by himself. Yeah, look. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm That's a whole real. other story. Right. Bro, we, can, we can make a podcast out of that one. Yeah. Derek, save, you know, save played for my uh, my semi-pro team, right? The the Saints team. I was not aware of that. That Listen, makes so much sense. Buddy didn't argue. He didn't complain. He didn't do nothing. He just got in the game and went crazy every game. Like, I'm going to keep it real. Our offense wasn't the best, bro. And save was our guy. If it wasn't for him and Trey, we won't score. Like, them two is different, bro. But they definitely save, are. Like, it's crazy how young the man is, bro. And he humble, like, fast as fuck. He know how to play the game. He not like that dude Rashad, all speed and a lot of bark. Like, my guy really goes in. It's yeah. crazy, man. I can't and wait to see what he do. I said it on this podcast last time because I hadn't necessarily been at field level with Savion like I was this last time out. I said that Trey and Rashad are the two fastest people I've ever seen on a football field with my own two eyes. I feel that. Yeah, look, Rashad, and Savion's all fast. That's fast. If you really want to know the truth? Oh no, he I'm is. A, man, fuck no. <laughs> After what I seen, listen. Yeah. After what I seen on Sunday, bro, and I'm I'm gonna tell you this, I'm not fast, dead ass. Like I do this shit because I love football, bro. I'm a real, mm-hmm. I'm a hitter. I don't, I'm not gonna chase nobody down, none of that shit. But that boy is not the fastest that been on this field. We got some cats out here that off the couch that I believe his ass. Yeah, like, I, look, dead you know, ass. Pat, so Pat, you know I played in these leagues out here in Vegas for a long time too. Obviously, so you, I've, been, so I've not you been know, involved the last five you know, years. Hug or Tink and uh fucking well, Huggy, you yep. know them, right? Yep. That boy couldn't let he couldn't stand on the side of them running. 
but understand that I have not seen them at game at field level <laughs> and, wa- and watch the Twitch. So no, when I got to coach Rashad in the BMF tournament and I got to see the Twitch and I got to see what it looked like when he'd run a wheel and dudes are like, you know what? I need to give this dude a 20 yard cushion because he's blowing by me with a 10 yard cushion. I right, saw so let, my- let me ask you this about Buddy. Was he playing quarterback wherever the fuck he came from? No, he was running back slot receiver. All right, it makes sense because the boy can't throw to save his life. And that's that's been the knock. Everyone who's come on this <laughs> podcast and has, has like, get, and thrown shade at him, that has been the knock in that within the you know, all the drama that's been happening on social media. Those have been the right. two things. Now I know, I, some I know females that throw better than that guy. Like, God, <laughs> 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 there it is. Right. So the, the situation is he's supposed to have so he was originally coming to Vegas to be the in quotations franchise quarterback for the Insomniacs, right? And yeah. they planned on running a run heavy quarterback run like uh, option offense, which would make sense with him at quarterback. And if he can dump the ball over top when people aren't paying attention and you know do that Navy Air Force type stuff, you, you can win like that. Is it is it and if you have the right defense and you play a ball control offense? You can actually, you know, keep keep the game manageable and then turn it on in the last minute after you wore down the D on the other side. So I understand the concept. It hasn't fleshed out on the <laughs> field yet, obviously. But, Not for him. But so, they did they did collectively win the Jamboree. So the, hey. the dude you're talking about is a quarterback for this summer yet? Nah, 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 bro. Oh, he got bro. cut. They they got rid of him. They cut the fat on his ass. I was gonna say that big dude was like a TikToker, bro. I ain't think he know how to play football. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, you know when I saw his body type and his motion, I didn't think he was gonna be very good either. But the dude you was talking about buddy throwing. that got smacked? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm gonna keep it real. Them boys is kids, man. Like yep. they kids. They just they was playing in the flag league last year, right? Right when they graduated, bro. They kids. Mm-hmm. Like they let them boys get used to this shit. They gonna be all right. Yeah, Coach Q is going to get him right. I think that's the first time he ever had that group on the field together. Probably. Like, now, look, man, something, something said, though, man, about, about coaching up players. Mm-hmm. And do you know this? Both of you guys know this. It's one thing to come out and ball. It's another thing to come out and understand coaching and accept coaching. So when you have young men that are trying to learn this game, um, Derek and I did it with his with his brother and his brother's friends <clears throat> when we played in the flag league with them. It was a matter of teaching them a new game, right? Because they don't. It's flag is much different than tackle. And yes, the it nuances is. Are much different. <laughs> and even even when you play in tackle in the seven man uh, seven man league and you're playing in the A seven FL, that's even different from regular tackle. So you have to understand the nuances and the speed of the game now. I, I'm listening to you guys and I hear what you're saying about speed and, and what it looks like on the field. And I've seen some dudes that are just fast as you know what. Um, mm-hmm. I, actually, I can say, I can swear on here, but fast as fuck. And <laughs> will make you look bad because they also got really good footwork. So, <clears throat> you know, when, when I see guys like Savion, perfect example, man, I love your, your speed. <laughs> And if you were able to master the the, the um, route running aspect of the of that speed, you'd be deadly. Mm-hmm. So those are yeah. those are just little things, little nuances that you are you're, you're fast and quick. So that's something that you can't coach. You don't and see that shit often. 
No, you no. Got and one you can get in and out of your break. <laughs> That's something that you don't ever see. So, I mean, and forget coaching that. That's never going to happen. Never. But if if you were to be serious about playing and you were able to, to get coached and coach right, dude, you'd be deadly. There wouldn't be anybody to be able to cover you. Yeah, from a cornerback, you're leaving. No, it's, it's one of them things, man. If you, uh, you're not on a bad team, we, I know that. I mean, hell, I've come out and, and try to help G with coaching, but it's just a matter of, are, is he going to have the right guys to make that, make that team really a, a strong team? And all, all he's missing right now in my eyes is a quarterback, somebody that can, that can be that leader. And Chris, I'm, G? Yeah. I'm going to be honest, G got a quarterback, bro. They just didn't put him at QB till it's too fucking late. Oh, he said no, the dude he, didn't show up. No, no, the QB, no, the QB didn't. The quarterback Curtis, they were not, trying was completely says, different. Listen, yeah, not, the, the quarterback they wanted to use didn't even show up. Yeah, his name was Joe. They said he didn't come to the game because he didn't know what time it is. They was telling us some, some other stuff. But he didn't, he didn't get the message until late. That's what I heard. Yeah, there was some confusion on a few teams. Like the gold, Jeremiah told his guys to be out there at noon. He well, they didn't the, get late, motherfucker. Yeah, he was looking <laughs> at the, the actual schedule for the season. I told everybody, like, look, this is the structure of how we're setting this up. And th- these games will be the games we'll play for Jamboree. So this will be the order we play. This is also the schedule for the season. He took that shit too literal and said, oh, so everybody's going to play at noon then? <laughs> like, no, that's not, that's not right. Retarded. <laughs> right. Man, you know I work with Jeremiah now, right? No, I did not. Man, my bro is slow as hell. That man, he, he got CPT for real. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's in all of us, but I mean, we, we just, every now and then you decide to grow the fuck up, right? Look, I'm going to keep it real. I'm happy him and G ain't on the same damn team. Neither one of them will ever show up, right? Man, late as hell. We'll be trying to get rides from each other and neither one of them ever show up. <laughs> yeah. be, get, be, glad it's, be glad it's CPT and not um, and not something else because I mean if you were on Dominican time like some of my fam and they some of my make friends, it. dude you, you might as well if you gotta be there at 5 tell them to be there at 3 and they're still gonna be late still gonna yeah. be late yeah because they know you're messing with them exactly <laughs> man look we told us so, early so we'd show up when we wanted to show up that's what I did for my baby shower bro I told everybody yeah, a time we didn't start to later than when they got there. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers you, ain't never on time, bro. Yeah, but that, you know, that, ain't, that ain't the way around this house. <laughs> no, that ain't the way around my house. <laughs> hey, either, y'all, but... dinner served at 6. People show up at 6.30 like, where's the food? Like, it got 8. Yeah. And see, Chris Chris touched on something there, though. Um, and that was the reason I kind of had that team closer to the bottom of of the, the eight when we ranked them pre-Jamboree because it's not that they don't have talent on that team. I just wasn't sure how they were going to be able to put it together. And so that is why I had them where I had them. I just felt there were other teams that were better put together that were going to be better put together come Jamboree. Now come season, it might be a little different. Well, you know what, Casey, I'm going to throw this out there and I want everybody. I've been, Danny, I know you said you've been, you've been in Vegas all your life. I've been here 44 years. I'm 51 years old. I've been around football since I was a kid. Yeah, I'm old. I know. I don't want to hear it, D. I know you got something to say about it, but 
anyway, um, catch you eventually. Uh, yeah, eventually you will. But the, the bottom line for this man is, is when it comes to us putting a product out there that is, that could be picked up, um, especially on TV, y'all got to understand something. It's time to grow the fuck up. It's time to take this seriously, make it more like a job because when you do that, you put out a good product, which pushes you even higher. You have an opportunity because of this man on the phone. And I want you guys to understand that, that too. This opportunity isn't to be taken lightly because Vegas has screwed this up more times than I care to count. And to do it right and to do it the right way with the right type of people is something that is needs to be taken seriously. So yeah, we can have fun on this podcast, but we also have to have a little bit of injection, injection of reality. And the reality Facts. is don't screw this up because you think that it's just another opportunity that we can piss away because we can't. So Vegas, we want to put the name of, of who we are on this map because of some of the shit that's gone down from, and trust me, I've listened to the, to the other uh, podcasts. I've heard Rob talk shit and I've heard other players talk shit, but I also know that what can come out of Vegas can put them to shame if we do it the right way. Right. So that's why I'm saying this year, this season, we got to take serious because come the the regular season, dude, it's all about business. Then it's all about who's going to, who's going to man the fuck up and do what needs to be done. And I'm going to challenge every team to do exactly that because I know what Vegas is capable of. I've seen it. I've seen guys play without pads and go out there and hit people without pads playing in, in flag. So I know yeah. it can be done. So that's what I'm saying, man. This ain't no bullshit. You know, you got to come and come correct because you've got a team. you got a city right here that wants to show the fuck out, period. I'll get off my and, and the talent. You know, here's a Casey. I'm sorry. Let me interject real quick because I, I want to hit this before I forget it. People talk about there not being a lot of talent in Vegas for football, and I have to remind everybody that we have four programs in Las Vegas who are in and out of the top 25 national rankings every year. That's four out of the 25 in a, in and out of national rankings every year in one city that has three million people. We are not, what are we, the 46th biggest market in the country for television? But we, yeah. have, we have 20% or 15% of the top 25 teams in high school football. We're, the, the coaching out here and the way we put things together out here is on par with New Jersey, on par with Texas when it comes to building powerhouses. Everything underneath the powerhousing, underneath the powerhouses is kind of is kind of trash on occasion but those four powerhouses are legit and nobody wants to see it ever and i believe it's the the talent that comes from those four teams and the people who want to be like those four teams and we're gonna we're where vegas is going to get a shine and be able to compete with the rest of the country in a7 i'm sorry casey you had some yeah, I was going to say, I went on the three-on-one podcast and I even said, you know, because of what I've seen, kind of speaking of what Chris was saying, because I've seen even in the spring kind of what we had and how this could come together in Vegas, I went on that podcast and I told him, I said, look, 
I very well agree with what Derek has said before that in the spring, we're putting somewhere someone in the final four. Somebody from this division is going final four. No doubt about it. I don't have the doubts. I said, and then I'm going to go one better because Rob wanted to say year four, maybe year five, Vegas gets a ship. I said, no, we will put a team I feel in the ship if we put it together right year three and we will win that mug by year four. Well, and things have changed a little bit, which we haven't really announced on this podcast yet. So the, the, the structure that they were talking about, Casey, when they had you on the show and when I listen back, they've changed the championship structure. So oh. it's going to be East versus West in the championship. So when I was saying Vegas is going to be in the final four, I meant we were going to go play in their New Jersey elite eight right. and, and grind and make our way at least to the final four yeah, this year. And I that's- was guaranteeing that. Now, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Now we're going to have a representative from the West in the championship. If Vegas isn't in the final four, I'll be so disappointed. I, I, I might quit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would, I would very well, I could very well see it that in that, in that setup, in that structure, Vegas being the West representative in the spring. I mean, who Why else not? right now? Right. So our, yeah, our biggest competition else? is going to be LA, obviously, when the force right. took on the, the aces. The aces beat them the first time around. The second, yep. the second time around. The force beat the aces and then went on to, you know, go to the go to the playoffs. Right. The aces have a quality squad with quality guys out there, and so do the vibe. They just got stupid towards the end. I I still think Vegas is the team to beat uh, the the division to beat out west. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, the force returning and and having the same success they did last season because they're not playing in the fall and not getting the togetherness in the fall, like and under real live competition, like all these, uh, these other six teams are. Exactly. Yes. They, yes. They are training together. They are working out together. They're getting their plays down and that there's something to be said for that, but, but live competition, man on man against people that you're not trying to look after. It, it, there's a, it's a whole different thing. Way like, different. Practice ain't yeah. the same as uh, practice contact. Ain't the same as game time contact. We all know that. Absolutely. Yeah, but doesn't that, doesn't that also mean for a better, a better, um, it means for a better product on the field. What I mean by that is we'll have, let's say, and I'm Danny, I'm going to use your, your team, man, the pit bosses that can make that, that division that's, or the um, uh, discrepancy between those two teams, bring that a little closer together to really bring that, that uh, iron sharpens iron type of deal that's going on. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for them to take the season off if that's what they want to do. But that gives the pit bosses a leg up because that means that that talent now can get can grow together a little bit more and put them in position to really give the force a run for their money. Yeah. So exactly. And so I'm that's and that's that way. And that's and the back and I, forth. I would, yeah, and I would also say this. You know, um, well, we got these guys on online, Danny. I challenge you. I challenge both of you guys. Be leaders. Be leaders for your team. Go out there and do it the right way. Go out there and, and, and show what we're capable of doing from being the leaders of your teams because that's what I, we need right now. Pack, are you going to say anything about him calling, uh, calling you by his, his, your daddy's name? <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> I think Chris keeps getting mixed, mixed up while he's talking to you. <laughs> nah, so he ain't. I, I, people call me Danny all the time. That shit oh, okay. don't bother me, bro. I, I know it doesn't bother you. I'm just saying. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> no, he knows his respect, man. I ain't got nothing of to course. respect for this young man. Yeah, I'm just playing with y'all. 
<laughs> yeah, but Chris, you're right. I mean, uh, you, you've said it all, and I appreciate you banging the drum for me and for the league. Uh, you, you've nailed it. I, we are trying to put everybody in a position to be successful, including ourselves, right? I'm not going to gloss over and say I'm just doing this shit out of the kindness of my heart because I see the future of this league, and I see that it's going to be a viable way, a bridge, or even a alternate league that is going to be on, uh, on par success-wise with some of the other great sports around this country. Will we ever be the NFL? No, I don't, I don't see that ever happening. They've got a hundred year head start of, ahead of us, right? But there's some things that we're doing that the NFL is going to have to pay attention to to help their league get better. And then eventually we'll start doing some things back and forth. But I right. see a place for the A7FL like Australian, like Australian rules football, like rugby where internationally it's seen as a competitive sport and there's a ton of people around the globe who are, if you look at our YouTube people who watch our stuff, it's like 8% global. I don't even know how they know about us, but they're tapping in and seeing our games and watching us. And now I'm starting to get people reaching out from like, you know, the Ivory Coast in Africa, like, hey, we love the sport. We want to know how we can get involved. What are the rules? We, we want to learn how to play. I'm like, look, I'll send y'all six footballs and some jerseys. Start playing. And then when you learn how to play this game, we'll start recruiting you back to Las Vegas. <laughs> that's, just, that's how, but growing it organically like that is what this league has been about. And building it around TV, building it around social media is, I believe, why we have been so successful aside on top of the fact that it's so unique. You know, nobody's doing it like like we're doing it. Like the padded football stuff and everyone, the injuries that they're talking about in padded football is coming from the pads. So you remove that and create safer rules, teach these guys how to play around those safer rules and you have a safer game. And it's more exciting because you can see the players' faces. You know I mean, like how much, I don't know if you guys are watching this World Cup that's going on right now. Obviously USA got worked and not going to be involved very much anymore, but the excitement around those games and watching everybody play because it's an international thing and it's tribalism. It's, you know, us versus the world type stuff. It makes, it makes it special. And that's what we have. And if everybody starts to recognize that and build on that platform and understand that they've got something that they can take to, to their grave with them as something that they've done, something that they can trade in and trade to, to better themselves down the road, like five years from now, Packer, you might be able to go uh, up to, you know, some guy that's trying to hire on a corporate job. Like, so tell me about those yourself. Well, you know, I played, you know, six years with the pit bosses here. In Los oh, you play with the pit bosses, man. Why don't you come on here and sit down? Too, like we're going to start having some of that, that activity happening because people, as we're putting ourselves on TV, as we're becoming the successful league, we will start becoming local celebrities like the UNLV rebels. Well, it's it goes a little it, I think it goes a little step further than that, too, D. I oh, think for sure. When we're starting to look at this thing, <clears throat> we can't just look at it from a 30,000-foot view anymore. We need to start getting a little bit more granular with it and understand, you know, I, I keep saying it, and I'll, I'll keep saying it till the day I die, because I think that um, football is, a, is the biggest frat you can ever put in front of anybody. You know, I think that guys need to start understanding respect for one another. Yeah, talk all your shit on the field that you want. But, you know, brothers helping brothers afterwards is always going to be the name of the game. You got to raise each other up and hold each other accountable at a higher level because that's where that's exactly how you're going to get to that next level. And that's what most of these young men are out here trying to do. Now, whether it's to another level in football, 
or whether it's to another level in, in life in general. That's what we're all here for. You know, my thing is not just to teach football, but to teach the lessons of life to see you guys succeed in every aspect of what you're trying to do. And the only way for us to do that is to make sure we come together and not make this an individual thing. But like Packer said, and I'll say that now, but it's like he said, you know, some of the teams, they just need coaching. And I think it's very uh, astute of them to, to notice that and understand teams, we got talent. There's talent throughout every team in this league. But I think that it comes down to coaching and just yelling about it. You got to be about it. You got to understand these guys. And I think that that's when young men respect who they're around. That's when things start to change. Yep. It starts to the coaches and rolls into the players, starts with the staff, rolls into the coaches. Like you're, you're on point, Chris. And we got it. We got to be all about it every day. Yep. Uh, well, so back to the Jamboree a little bit, because uh, I don't want to get completely off topic. We'll be here till nine o'clock at night. Uh, so back to the Jamboree, the uh, I loved watching everything unfold. And I, the thing that surprised me the most, let's say the least surprising thing, but the most exciting thing was Savion's returns. That is like the talk of the A7FL right now. The I don't know if you guys listened to the podcast from the three on one, the, the, the parent company podcast that was done. But Savion, you're getting your flowers already. Pit bosses, are getting their, <laughs> pit bosses are getting their flowers already as well. So they recognize that Savion as an individual talent is probably one of the most exciting things coming out of Las Vegas. They, they talked about you. They talked about Trey Robinson. And they talked about the pit bosses as an entire unit, that pit bosses play a, a level of football that reminds them of the Baltimore and New Jersey teams. And they feel like the pit bosses look like the real deal on, on camera. And Rob, big Rob Fabian, shout out to big Rob, bachata Bob. He is one that is not going to give anybody any props until they, until they prove it on the field. And he, he liked what he saw. Now, obviously the pit bosses didn't end up winning in the end off of a lot of very interesting things and how that whole thing went down at the end. Call but, bullshit. Well, I mean, part of his bullshit, part of it, part of his, part of it's the rules, part of it's you know, self-inflicted wounds. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, it, I just say that because Rashad was on that bullshit after the game. <laughs> right. Also true. All right. So, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you understand, Packer? I got a ton of respect for Rashad, and if you ever get to know him as a man, I think you would too. But nah, he said something <laughs> that like, we can't. Nah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep real. I can keep my shit talking in football. You bring my mom's or something, I'm gonna beat your ass. That's you know. Thank you for bringing that up because I forgot about that, and that's something that I will definitely need to address with him because I, I don't believe that that's the, the, nah, the man's character even, that I know. Listen, I don't even want you to address it. I got oh, that. I know. I know, but you know that's not me either. I know, but that's something <laughs> he got to deal with. He's a grown man. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's so the right one. Talking down so, family is not it. No, hey, that, look, I'm gonna keep it real. Yeah, y'all know my pops, but my mom's all I had as a kid. I ain't going for that bullshit. Right. I don't give a fuck if you say simple ass shit about my mother. Keep my mom's name out your mouth, whatever. Goofy oh, ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. So back to the jamboree. So. so so Packer, let, let me ask you, of, of the teams you saw that day, I, I felt 
the product the pit boss, pit bosses put on the field as a unit has the most opportunity for success this fall. I'm sure you feel the same way because you are one of the pit bosses, but outside of the pit bosses, was there any other team out there that you saw had either the talent level, the organization level, or the togetherness to give you guys a run this season? Uh, all right, so I'm, I'm going to say this. If G gets some coaching behind him, they're going to be right there behind us. But if not, they're going to be bringing up the end of the uh, bunch. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremiah's team, I love my brother, but I'm going to have to put him at the last guy. It's or the last team, too. Uh, fuck, who else? I like the Insomniacs, man. If they get, like, get them boys together, them young dudes, they'll make a lot of noise out here. Like, they've been playing together since high school. So that helps at the end of the day. They got some type of, like, chemistry with each other. They just need some backing behind them. And they once they learn this game, they're going to be real good. Um... And that's all I could really say. Like Rashad team wasn't like it to me. And that's not even on some personal shit. Like I just really didn't like believe in his team at all either. But well, I and, him- and to your point, they didn't turn out a full squad. They right. ended up having to combine with the gold by the time. But, but the let me say this though real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I gotta get a dude his respect at the end of the day. He a buster, but the boy is fast. He's not the fastest out of say, but he fast. Like he can make some shit happen with his feet, but I don't think he's gonna be like in the top two at all at all this season. So I'm gonna give him at least three. Like rank him third or third. Insomniac second and us first. That's what all right, that matter. So where does the gold fall in fall into that with you? They don't. <laughs> like, right. so, so this so basically this season's about those three and everybody else is just going to be finding their way and trying to figure shit out yeah trying to figure it out okay well look like, you- like not me talking no shit nothing like they just they got to understand the game like oh. when i came out and played last year when i got hurt i didn't understand this shit right but i still i was learning like granted i know how to pick up on shit fast like i still had to learn the game it's going to take some games for these dudes to get it. Like, so, it's new rules. You you can't tackle like you normally would. Because we saw that. The motherfuckers getting flagged and kicked out of games for targeting and shit. Right. I like, mean, you, can, you can't throw yourself at somebody. That's what this old league is about. You have to man somebody down. You're not going to run them over. It just doesn't – it's not part of this game. Period. Right. Which I understand and I respect that. So – with that being said, like these dudes still gotta learn the game. They right. gotta play this shit. Like before I even got on the field, bro, like I've been watching this AF7 shit or A7FL shit. Like I thought these motherfuckers was crazy. I'm gonna keep it real. Like watching the dudes on the East Coast, like, and them dudes is crazy nice. Like, and that's just, I gotta get them their flowers too, bro. Like they started this shit and they really do it. So, motherfuckers need to watch film and shit, man. They, they'll be all right. Right. Get some coaching. So, let me, let me ask the same question to Savion. Savion, you saw five other teams with live talent. Obviously, right what you were able to accomplish on the, on the throw-offs is something that we're going to be looking forward to all season. It was but, the jerseys. 
<laughs> look, 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 I'm telling you. Look, gonna look, look, when we come out of Vegas, when we come out of Vegas, y'all gonna get brand new jerseys as as the playoff team, and they're gonna be non-stick. They're gonna be made out of Teflon. Hey. <laughs> hey, no, I'm no, gonna keep first, it real. First of all, Pack. First of all, Pack. Even if you would have ripped my shirt without that jersey, I would have still you swiggling the same out. way. You you well, did listen, right. Listen. As long as you've been playing with me, when have you ever seen me break down to make a fucking tackle? <laughs> I broke all the way down, grabbed this motherfucker, and he danced out of the damn jersey, damn near. Right. I'm like, this some bullshit. And then the jersey turned, and then the jersey turned into a cake. You dancing? You ain't lying. Man, bro, he, like, he did a spin, and I'm trying to hold his ass. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like, ain't nobody coming to help. Nothing, bro. I'm like, y'all niggas. Tripping. Like, that's help my me. That's why I had that opportunity where I turned around, but hey, I saw nobody out there. Oh, yeah. Look, he slipped. Look, Derek, he slipped out my hands. All I seen was them legs kick up. I said, yep. I'm going to shut it down. I'm not catching it. <laughs> I ain't even going to bother chasing him. Man, look. I know what that uh, is. As soon as he hit that curve and yeah. Keenan missed him, I said, yeah, ain't nobody catching that. Right. Bro, like, Marty, that's a done bro, deal. I came, out, I came out there on the empty stomach, bro. I didn't eat nothing. I just woke up and went. And oh, left, man. Bro. Clearly, I'm not eat. eating shit next week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, 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 Pat, you, you you didn't get all your snaps from the defensive side of the ball this last week, right? Nah, we didn't. And Savion, all your snaps were? Did you go off both sides, Savion? All uh, right. Uh, no, he scored on both yeah. of them motherfuckers. We didn't see them on offense. They didn't have the offense out. That's a good point, yeah. right? Every time you get the ball, he just put it in. Like, the let's keep it real. Yep. We only <laughs> lost. Listen, we didn't give up a tub all day. Except for them fucking kickoffs, them throwoffs right. or whatever. Right. So I feel like we got the best defense in Vegas right now. And that's just not even me being on some funny shit. Like no, did I, nobody I, else not give up a tub. So the defensive numbers for the day, including their t- the run backs, OTT had gave up 31. The gold gave up six. Insomniacs gave up eight. Pit bosses gave up 14. Throw-offs. Right. We need to say that. <laughs> yep, throw-offs. But guess what? That, let's that's not be put part that of the, on defense. But, Don't but put that on the defense. You're, you're absolutely right. But make sure you special go back teams. and tell your coach. Right, go back and make special sure, teams. Make sure you go back and tell your coach that special teams is part of the game. No, nah, look, I'm going to keep it real. It wasn't even on him, man. Like, we stayed in our lanes for the most part when we uh yep. when I was out there. We was in our lanes, bro. Like, and I told him, like, don't break your lane. I should have never told them that shit. I should have told them, get to the ball, bro. Because I ain't have nobody with me. I was mad as hell. No, I'm I've been like, thinking, bro. I've been thinking about the setup for covering a throw-off. And I think the way to do it is to have a gunner be the first man to go make the returner change direction mm-hmm. and make sure he's pushing them to the other two guys that can create a wall. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because we had a little argument about this uh, So this touchdown call that they got on the first throw-off, right? Yeah. So the ball bounced into the end zone twice. Stop. Mm-hmm. Then he proceeds to pick it up and runs it back, right? Mm-hmm. 
Ain't that supposed to be a dead ball or a, no? Uh, not there, a dead ball, a fucking a free oh, throw or some shit. Yeah, so, or bro, free throw. That, that's, so, that's what I want. No, 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 no. no. So, it, it was that was the argument was whether or not it was a, a touchback, and then it would be a runoff, which is not the case. So, so the deal I, with I, the throw off is it is always a live ball. Period. Okay. Unless right. it goes out of bounds, it is a live ball. All right, so because Trey had pulled up or had showed us some rule in the rule book and it, it said that, so I'm like, man, I don't yeah, know. Man. It is what it is, bro. That's, that's what I want to that's talk the about. That's the discrepancy. Like, that's the discrepancy right. right now between the 2018 rules and what's on the line now. So right. when he pulled that up, your coach automatically thought, okay, that's got to be the gospel. When you go to the to the rule book that's online right now, it doesn't say that at all. It doesn't yeah, mention okay. anything about any bounces or nothing. It says that the throw off is a live ball. If you guys touch it down in the end zone, it's not a touchdown. It's a, it's a uh, safety. Right? Okay. And that was from 2018 when Chris was still in his forties. That's how long hey, ago that shit was. So y'all know something. This is some funny shit. You know, I'm wrong. still learning this game, right? We all are. So, I'm thinking if I throw the ball deep as fuck out of bounds, he don't get to return the motherfucker. That's correct. It didn't go out of bounds though. No, I threw it. I I threw that bitch off. Listen, I threw it out of bounds, Derek, on purpose. Yep. (laughs) But on fucking purpose. But when that (laughs) happens, he gets the ball at the 25 yard line with a free run. Didn't nobody tell me that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't so nobody tell out, me that. <laughs> so, and look, Patrick, I, I, I know you have the arm to throw it out the back of the end zone. That's the move. Man, yeah, look. Throw it out the back of the end zone because then it, they, it's their ball on the 25-yard line. Yep. I'm a keeper. That's the I only really way that's a touchback. Throw the ball. Like, you know, this was the first time I really had action since I broke my ribs. So I really didn't even want to do too much. So when I threw that motherfucker, I was like, shit, I could have really threw this bitch. Right. I well, the fact that it's settled... Too. It's settled four yards from the back of the end zone line. <laughs> like, you know, obviously, you right. got an arm. <laughs> Probably so, got the best arm in this league. What you mean? In, in reality, <laughs> the reality, you know, you guys were just talking about the return game. In reality, special teams would be to angle it for the uh, the the um, inside the pylon in the end zone, gotcha. make him chase it down, and then you've now pinned him to the sidelines. You have an extra right. return. Right. You're right. So that's the now way I that's what I would do. That's the way I would coach it up. And Save instead of telling guys to stay in their line. Yeah. Instead oh, of hey, telling bro, guys, hey, you know, hey, tack, um, tack. stay in your lane, you know. let, you, let you play it out. I'm going to take I'm that a, week suspension because I'm, 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 I'm popping I'm, your shit. I'm going to let you know right now. I ain't had a damn kick return put back on me ever, nigga. I'm going to let you know right now. Nigga, if you, hurt you my do feelings. that, I'm gonna I'm I'm find, find a way to get jiggy with your defenders. And if I get past one, bro, it's done. I'm gonna let you, you know that right I don't now. Catch you. You seen you I'm seen a, Fred Warner hit the boy from um uh, from the Rams when he dove. Yeah. I'm gonna catch your ass like that. Keep playing with me. <laughs> they ain't for the catch you like that. Packer said, "Water Savior, boy, you done running? Keep running." Right. <laughs> I'm a water boy, your shit. All right, so back so back to the question I was trying to ask you, Savion. So what I wanted to know is the action you saw on the field on Sunday. How did that compare to the defenses and offenses that you were involved in during the exhibitions you were in? Well, 
for real, for real. I was only in like what three offensive plays that whole time against the Insomniacs. That's because he was running yeah. shit back. <laughs> no, like no, he the has. first time, the first the first run back we had, like that throw off, bro. We they wanted Ron to get it because because I had work. I didn't show up to practice. I was like, it's only fair if he go in first because he been in practice. So I was like, listen, if right. you suck, you suck. No, I ain't say my boy Ron a dog, but I'm like. Bro, the mistake he made, he tried to run head <laughs> up with the dude, bro. He almost killed his damn. Oh, self. you talking about Buddy that played yeah. on uh, Saints team? No, nah, Buddy fast. I ain't know the nigga could run like that. Yeah, but he ran straight into him, bro. Like, usually a speed run, bro. He had the whole <laughs> outside open. He tried to run dude like, over, bro. That's what yeah, it was, was. That, that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, I'm going to keep it real. Bro got something on back because he ain't played with the Saints. So he got something to prove, bro. That, they did. Insomniac, they have good defense against us the first time. But I ain't gonna lie. We, I would have scored, but, you know, Ron hit me in the back and I fell down and dropped the ball. So what the, That's what I'm talking about. I was about. so mad. So basically, you, Savion, you didn't think you saw enough action to give a fair comparison? I know. Yeah, no, really, not really. Well, okay. the, the the corner I was lined up against, but he could not hold me. I ain't gonna lie. I burned, I burned in the first place. Listen, it's not too many corners that can't hold you, bro. Like, yeah, I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have man, to tie your shoes together. Listen, <laughs> man to man, it ain't a lot of motherfuckers that can stand next to you, bro. Like, I'm gonna just tell you that right now. You you got a different type of speed, bro. The easiest way to hold you is what I told you when we're practicing. <laughs> Bubble out like you always do. I'll push you out of bounds. You can't be the first person to touch the ball. Run by me all day. I give a shit less. Once you step that one foot out of bounds, you're done. You, you're done. You're done. Hello. That's why I Hi. play inside shade when I play corner. I'm going to throw your up. ass out of bounds. Exactly. Because as yep. soon as you step out of bounds, you can't be the first player to touch the ball. You're done. Well, look, Pat, you know, swim moves work. I'll push your arm off me. I'm going. No, that, listen, listen. I what I was saying. I was about to I'm say, a, bro, you fast, but you not no like no weak little dude, bro. You aggressive with it too. Like you different, bro. Keep grinding, my dog. Like yeah, I, I, I honestly feel like if you stay consistent this season, bro, you're gonna be the MVP for sure. Well, uh, you know, Savion was my preseason prediction for rookie of the year. And you could I, the way the league did it last year, you can't hold two. Now when we do our local ones, we'll see what that looks like because I don't have the same type of rules. But right. uh, so what I do oh, want to touch on. You know, I'm on, still a rookie too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you only put, you didn't even play a full game. <laughs> yeah. So matter of fact, you ain't gonna get that rookie of the year, nigga. But look, <laughs> I look I, <laughs> hey, watch out. But I look, I look. look Deepak said that's mine. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. I, okay, so about to be straight, nigga. I also oh, wanted to ask you guys if you had a chance to listen back to the the film. And hear the broadcast and see the, and hear the commentary from the guys from back east and us. You want really want to know the truth? I ain't even yeah. watched that shit. Okay, how about you, Savion? Like, oh, I, I watched, I watched, I watched some of it. I didn't watch so, full of it because I, I went to the, uh, I went had work, so I had left. So, what did you think of the commentary? I know the commentary was good. Everything was valid. What they were saying, ooh. bro? Because I'm gonna have to tune in to it. Yeah, I just I haven't even really watched it. What? No, nah, bro. He really sounded like a whole NFL commentary, bro. That stuff was really loud. That up. was my first time ever having commentary like that. Yeah, these guys are these guys are are. That's the way e I turn equal. up. These guys are equal to NC2A D1 commentators, at least at that level, on on, on the verge of NFL level. 
but raw and real with it. So he should be in the NFL the way he commentary. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> but but raw and real with it, where they're not pulling punches. Like when somebody does something that they think is stupid, they're like, "Look, that ain't gonna work." <laughs> you you trying to bring this stuff back east, you gonna get waxed. Like they they have that type of commentary on it. So it's really the best thing our division can do to better themselves is listen to what the commentators from back east are saying about them this season. We have a two-time or I think a three-time champion and a, a guy who's played quarterback in this league since it started, they know what it's about. Like they can tell you exactly what you're doing wrong and what will and won't work when you make it out of Vegas. So uh, the reason I was asking is because I want to make sure that you guys are hearing some of this because it's very valuable. Oh, yeah. information. And when I watched the film, the ref, I don't know who it was, but I watched number five hold me the whole time I was running routes. I, I watched him the whole. He ripped my jersey twice, and the ref didn't call nothing. So I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna complain about it. I'm gonna just keep going. I, I ain't gonna say nothing to the ref. Well, Savia, yeah, if there's one thing did. you need to know is when someone's holding you, you need to throw your arms up and get the ref's attention. Oh, I did the first time. He just didn't look. Don't, don't be Anderson Virgil out here, though, bro. Don't right, be out no, here no, acting. Don't be LeBron James oh. either. <laughs> hey, chill out, chill out, chill out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be LeBron. You, you on, too, y'all. Hey, hold on. LeBron, my favorite player. Right, y'all. Hey, he's my favorite actor too. Man, yeah, listen. favorite actor, exactly, man, exactly. Y'all know some respect yeah. on that man. man Thank you. Playing for my favorite team, actor. Too. <laughs> y'all better throw some respect on that man, name, bro. That man doing his uh, shit. Uh, I respect him. He's doing his shit. He he deserves an Oscar. <laughs> oh, y'all that shit. Oh, I'm in an NBA championship. My back. <laughs> he brought maybe he a brought Grammy a, he while he's at it. He brought one chip to the Lake Show. I'll give him his due. Look, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm a LeBron fan, but I don't really care for that damn bubble ring. Yeah, that bubble, I mean, that I shit mean, was. It wasn't like. That that was summer league basketball, if you think about it, bro. Like they ain't had no fans in the building. Like that shit don't it ain't the same feeling, bro. No, it wasn't. But no, they did win it. They, but they did take the time to win it like that when everybody else could have. So you gotta at least give them that. No, I give them that, but I'm yeah. talking about as, as a whole. Not even yeah, overall. If, even if it wasn't the Lakers that won it, like it, it was an easy ass fucking tournament, if you think yeah. about it. It's like winning a flag tournament versus a tackle tournament, right? Right. Two different shits. Two different yep. shits, bro. Like, but you don't have the got- pressure of fans booing, none of that shit. Like, that, all that shit comes into fucking play, bro. Trust me, I played in two national championship games in the past two years, bro. Like, that so shit just, matters. Right. I want to know I want to know about the schedule because I don't really know the schedule. So, do we play this Sunday? Yep. Yes. yes. Game, start, game start at 10 o'clock. And and make sure you all got some uh, some cl- dry clothes to change into because it's supposed to rain. Ooh, yes, it is. I it's supposed to be raining all day. It. I might not make it to that first game. I don't <laughs> like the rain. <laughs> Listen. Dude, you ain't going to melt. You okay? It ain't that, I- man. Like, bad weather, my bones hurt, bro. That yeah. shit ain't good. <laughs> Trust me, I know that feeling. Man, I oh, hate man. that shit. No, it ain't that. I... I I'll be punishing a lot of niggas like you, bro. All right, what you got? Don't don't say like me. Don't I'm talking about that. receivers, little speedy oh, niggas. Oh. <laughs> you know, if I just try to come across me, I'll, I'll be putting these niggas on y'all backs. That should be hurting me more than it hurt y'all. 
Like, look, I do you know how I hurt myself, uh, Derek? I, I know how you did it. The in our league, I don't know what happened with you in the man. 11-11. So look, I ain't gonna name my boy, but he played in this league too. He left me out to dry. We was, <laughs> in, we was in cover three. This motherfucker playing cover two. Dude runs a post. They throw it. I'm in the whole middle of the field in my place where I'm supposed to be at. Man, I had to come downhill. This dude, he knew I was coming to kill him. This motherfucker threw his knee at me, went straight oh. through my ribs. Oh, that's man. Rough. When I tell you, I ain't never felt no pain like that in my life. Like I've never had to get cut out of a jersey till then. Oof. Like that shit hurt. I ain't let nobody touch me for like three weeks. Nothing. Like, leave me the fuck alone. And how long? Hey, how long ago was this? Uh, about three months ago. And, and so, so you're this. saying Jamboree was your first live action since then? First live action. Wow. Well, th- wow. thank you for putting your body on the line for us. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's <laughs> wow. Like, I wasn't gonna sit out, man. I told Barley, I was like, bro, if I had my son before this Jamboree, I play. So I had to be a man of my word. Like that's awesome. really all it was. All right, so I finally found found the schedule. Next week, Sunday, December 11th, at 10 a.m., Bonanza High School, we open up with Kryptonite versus Over the Top. Yeah, is Game. Kryptonite going to be there? Yes. Vince has assured me that he's good Vince. to go. You know, you Vince, like my, that's like my cousin. But you, you like family with everybody out here, Packer. Yeah, nah, for real. We grew <laughs> you up have to start telling me the people that's not your cousin. Look, right? yeah, Vince grew up in the same church. You feel okay. me? Like, that's my dog. We argue like cats and dogs, but I love that man to death, bro. He a good he's dude. A, he's a good guy, man. I love talking he's to him. He's a little short ass. What, you know, it's interesting. Short, buff as shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a Care Bear. Just <laughs> <laughs> open up that fucking shirt. <laughs> hey, Care Bear bro. power. That's good, too. Is, is he playing or is he just coaching? He said he was coaching, and he hasn't told me whether he's playing or not. Okay, he don't need to be playing. He's too old. He older than me. Right? He's way older than me. And then... I, uh, just, I just wanted to put out that I'll have work at 6. Oh, you'll be done way before that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Chunk. And then, I uh, care about you. your job. No, Pac, Pac, I can't, I can't wait to see you. I want you on offense. I'm going to go. I'm going to take somebody on defense. Just the whole... Listen, I want you I'm to know keep, that. Listen, listen, listen. listen. Say, I love you, little oh. bro. But if Barley them trust me and put me on offense, nigga, it ain't nobody that can stop me out here. Packers, Packers, straight I'm up. I'm not a nobody. I'm a somebody. I didn't I'm me. listen. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> you, 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 yeah, and I am him, nigga. Okay, you mean, I'm, like, nigga, I've been, I've been him since I was nine. Bro, I'm different, bro. Like, listen, I'm not fast, so I gotta do what I gotta do to get the ball. You feel me? I'm gonna beat your ass like you playing DR offense, boy. Bro, Pac, I, come on. I'm going to let you listen, know when a ball in the air, I'm jumping listen. over your head, but I promise you. I'm going to jump <laughs> over your head. You're going to wish you didn't jump. I promise you. Sam, you, you my do know. My, my money on Packer, I think I think somebody's going to get mobbed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. What Maybe we'll see. Realize, I was a basketball player, bro. Like, I played I basketball in high school. Player. Nigga, I didn't have no, no jump shot, none of that shit. I was dunking on niggas, bro. You better check I, my I can, resume. I bro. can dunk. I can dunk at my height. What are Listen, you saying? Well, I was dunking on niggas like hey, you. I hey, fight, only I one fight, person on this call <laughs> has been dunking since he was born. 
Listen. Hey, Ooh, I, man, that, I like this, that. Uh, I can share some in this group. Yes, sir. All right, hold on. I'm finna go find it real quick. Uh, and and it's gonna show skills. you. We don't care about your modern day hoop skills. So while you do that, I'm gonna, I'm, so Pac, while you go figure that out, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give the rest of the schedule for week one. So the twelve o'clock game is the Hunters versus the Gold. So the team that won the the jamboree uh, together would now be split up and playing against each other. And then game three is the Insomniacs versus the Pit Bosses. A lot of love there. So uh, Coach Q versus Coach Bartley. They the three of us now run the lakes together. So. There's a lot of love. That's yes. going to be a lot of fun. Hey, I just sent y'all something to this little group chat. This right before I quit playing basketball and start playing football. Nice. I'm going to pull oh, it up and pause it so I can watch you later. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. All right. I'll check it out. Yep. Oh, is this you, Duncan? Yeah, that's me. Not Derek, no. Let's let's be let's be clear. Wow, look yeah, at that. Not Derek. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? That's he's the only one that's been dunking since he was born. That's hey, right. Look, I was doing that. At, I was weighing like two fifty at that time. Damn. You feel me? I was heavy as shit. Like Charles Barkley, man. With bounce. How, how much like, you weigh right now? Man, rebound. Man, I weigh one hundred and ninety-five pounds right now. You Damn, think you this are... shit don't jump? Man, you like thirty something. You like thirty something above me. Listen, my ass is in shape. <laughs> I ain't no fat kid I'm, no more. None of that shit. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> steal the show back here for a minute. Okay, so I know we're having fun, we're talking shit, and it's, and it's beautiful. And I want to thank both of you guys for for being so raw and real tonight. Uh, but I want to talk about the season. So. Packer, we kind of got we kind of got your thoughts on what you thought the the season would look like. It's you guys, Insomniacs, Hunters, and then everybody else. Hey, hey yo, watch out for my boy Tone too, man. He gonna have a crazy ass year. That came over from the force. Oh yeah. Hey, my boy gonna go crazy. Watch. You talking about Anthony Smith? Yes. Okay. You said Tone. I'm like, who are we talking about? Man, look, <laughs> I love that I dude, call man. Him Tone, bro, gonna I, go I, crazy. Like. So there's a few people in this league that I've sat down and talked with like you, like Vince. I'm starting to get to know Savion like that. And I think we're, we got another conversation coming like that soon. Anthony Smith, that dude, he is engaging. You have a conversation with him. You feel like your family like right, right out the gate, man. I, I really enjoy his company. Ever since got, I met him, bro. Like He always good people. been solid. Good people. All right, so Savion, what do you feel is the – fall season is going to look like for your team over the top and how do you how would you rank the top three in in the division going for it uh all right so i feel like it's gonna be pit bosses first uh, they okay. got they they, they full of Thank dogs you. i'm already you know and i know i know them, them dogs up there uh, we're gonna be tied with hunters and uh hunters and uh i said hunters for the second place because we had a tough time with hunters that y'all seen in the jamboree Mm-hmm. And uh, and Sami X third for sure. They got potential. Uh, what's the other team? I didn't really see the uh, team y'all y'all said. I didn't Crypt- well, Kryptonite didn't play, so yeah. I mean we can't yeah. we can't say nothing about yeah. 
So the gold and the hunters split up and now they'll be their own team. So we have no idea what that's going to look like because both sides were contributing for them all day. Yeah. OTT, obviously you guys had your shit together, but you know, gave up a lot of points. So there's something going on with the defense there. And yeah, then Insomniac's brand new squad, you know, guys, not a lot of speed guys. They were a bunch of younger. Yeah, they, they yeah right. And then the pit bosses are the most complete team, you know, looks like have continuity have coaching when they step on the field they look like a squad like you're okay we we know we need to buckle up our uh, i guess we can't say put on our chin strap can we we, we need to put it on our mouthpiece <laughs> i know the, the pit bosses they got good coaching they discipline you know we we i don't know half the people on our team not really disciplined as a pit boss so that's one thing Ed. we got focused on I well, oh, uh, we well, Savion, you just got to be a leader, man. Show these guys what's yeah. up. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what look, I bro. can. So I challenge you. Got it. You gonna lead by example, bro? Look what you've been doing. They gonna fall yeah. in place. Watch. All right, so Casey, fall in place. Casey, where are you at with all this? Yeah. What's your What's okay. your prediction for the fall? Now that so, you've seen some of this stuff live, but we still haven't seen the kryptonite. With what I've seen live. I would put it, and I've actually really got a top four in my mind. I've got pit bosses one, um, one because um, the type of coaching that's brought by Bart Bartley, that's going to be the biggest contributor, I think. Um, them guys are going to fall in line. They're going to listen to him. They're going to respect him, or they're not going to be around long. That's just that's the way Bartley seems to be. Um, right. And and um, then number two, I would probably say would be the gold even though the gold and the hunters split up i was more impressed from the guys that i saw that were on the gold side than i was on the other side of that with the with the hunters um so i'd put the gold up at two um and then honestly if if g and and savion's team if they get it together right and they come together the way that they can and they should then i believe that they're going to be right up there in the top three and then I would have to say maybe the Hunter's four. All right. So save me one of the hot ones. So, Chris, where are you okay. at? Well, I think I'm going to stay with uh, Pit Bosses as being number one. Um, that was what I felt going into this. And I think that, uh, you know, a well-coached team, um, no matter what the talent is, a well-coached team is going to beat somebody that's just got a bunch of individuals with talent. So I'm going to put them at number one because I think they have both. They got talent and they got coaching. Um, number two, it, it's kind of a hard toss-up for me because I saw, you know, the Hunters were really good on defense because that was their defense out there and the Gold were playing offense. So it's tough for me to make that call for that um, number two spot, but I think I'm going to give it to the to the uh, gold as well. And then I honestly think OTT has a chance to sneak up there at number three, because I think that it's going to be interesting if they get their stuff together, uh, what they're going to look like come mid year. I think it's going to take them a couple of games, but come mid season, dude, I, I, I think they take off. Yeah, I absolutely think agree. a lot of people. Yep. So I think that that's, that's a big piece. I think Savion's a big piece of what's going on with them. Absolutely. And once they get that, once they get that shit together, man, they're, they're going to be hard to beat. Um, and then four, you know, I, this is where I have a hard time with it because 
the Insomniacs could be something. And I think they're another team that's like, <clears throat> we just said with OTT, I want to see what they're going to be like come midseason. And I think that they have an, they're another team that has the opportunity to really make themselves into something. I, I would like to say the Hunters, but again, we saw one defense and one offense. And I don't right. know if they're going to have a complete squad to put it out on the field to really make um, make noise. Whose so team was I, the Hunters again? That's Rashad's team. That's Rashad's oh, yeah. team, yeah. yeah. So I just don't know. They, they, got, they got individual talent, but do they have team talent? Can they bring it as a team? That's where I'm, I'm just not sold on them yet. Well, they got a pretty good coach, so I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some strong things out of him. He's a very strong-willed person himself. So, Yeah, he is. Talking about but that's what I'm saying. Again, let's see what soon. happens. Say again? Yeah, Pack? yeah that's it was. A little short it was dude. Yeah. Buddy yeah. weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy weird. It's all good. All right, so here's where I'm at. I'm going to say Pit Boss is number one. As that's where I was going into this. Nothing changed my mind other than some of the uh, streaky talent that was on there. And the pit bosses had the exact same thing, bite them in the ass, that happened with them last season. Not understanding the rules. Yep. Not taking the time to, if they have questions, ask the people that are right there that have the answers instead of complaining about it after the fact. Like So once they, once they fix that, everything's, like, like I said, going into this last time, with Packer on the field, potentially calling the defense, it's going to be real hard to score against them dudes. And with Trey at quarterback, I, probably the most talented football player in Vegas right now as an entire package, right? He can both sides of the ball, super fast, has a really good arm, good decision maker too, is, and really good football IQ. So I put the pit bosses still at number one. I'm actually going to go OTT number two. And I not just because Savion's on, on, on the show, but when you have an offensive weapon like that and you have a special teams weapon like that, if you know how to use it and dudes don't know how to stop it, and I'm looking at all these other teams that were getting scored on at will, except for the Insomniacs. I look back at their thing. They, you know that they only had eight points scored on them the whole day? So kind of weird, but, but I like OTT because of what they were going to be able to put on the field on offense, and I believe that G being a defensive minded guy, he's going to get it figured out by like week two. Uh, after that, you I'm going to go. What? After that, I'm G is defensive minded. <laughs> yeah. Well, G and I, G and I developed a defense together for the BMF tournament. He, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to call a defense. He knows how to set it up. I, I'm, so I'm with that. that. You would have never known. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with that. He showed, he showed me his defensive mind and we did some things together that worked out real well. And then number three, I'm, I'm going to go Hunters. Uh, I, I believe in Coach Ray Jones and Rashad together. I believe that they've created a nice little working tandem with Coach and Captain That's and Rashad's work ethic and how he gets his guys to work with and for him it is going to be one of the primary things that shows if it all comes together the right way. So I'm just going to go on a limb and say that I think it's going to come together the right way because I think he's got the right coach for it. And then I'm based on you know, what I saw out of the gold and hunters together, I, I'm I'm going to have to go gold next. I, I think that Jeremiah has his dogs and the, talking to those dogs, they were, they were the real deal, especially on defense. And I know Jeremiah is a damn good quarterback, so it, it's going to be hard to keep them down. So that's going to be my top four. Um, uh, that leaves the kryptonite and 
the Insomniacs, and I'm going to just put Insomniacs up above Kryptonite because I haven't seen Kryptonite play yet. And even though I want to give, I, I want to give Vince his props because he's a good dude, and I know he's a good ball brand player. Brand new team, yeah. though. Like brand new team, and they haven't played this style of ball yet because they didn't show up to play Jamboree. So week one is going to be like their first preseason game, and they're going to be they're, they're going to be in deep water the whole day, the whole day, man, the whole day. Yep. So that's so that's where I'm at with that. So uh, unless they they watch a film and trying to understand the game, it's gonna be a long day for them. Yep, but I bet you by the end of the game they will start to figure some things out, and you know everybody's gonna be down and whatever. But the following week they'll they'll have something to build on. Mm-hmm. But the the one thing that I am the most scared of, and the thing that happened that probably the league shouldn't have had happen, is the pit bosses losing Jamboree. Yeah. Had the, had y'all got out there and won that thing, I think another team would have had a chance to win the fall this year. But because the pit bosses lost and lost the way they did, man, Packer, you're gonna be running, dog. <laughs> Bar- Barley's gonna have y'all in the best fucking shape of your life. <laughs> yeah. I know he is not gonna let none of that shit creep up on him again this fall. <laughs> I do not see that. My, my- my peanut, my peanut is gonna be about his fucking game. So I, I expect big, big things out of the pit bosses and to have and Bartley to have your, y'all boys in mind is, is where I'm at with that. Oh, and I, I can guarantee you one thing: my ear is gonna be bent with him yelling at me about rules and regulations and everything else too, man. I know Look, it. That's just how he's it's coach, coming, man. Like he gives a fuck about his team, so like I respect sure. it. That, it yeah, we all do. What? Like yeah, it, we all I, care. We all care about all y'all coaches man. like that. I am happy with you playing with him, Packer. I think you guys together is is gonna be lit. It is a long time coming. I know it's gonna be lit. I I I didn't see it coming, and now that it's happening, I'm like, wow, that that's special. Man, you, I didn't see it coming. Shit. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, you know what? I, though? I trust you respect man. the man, right? I do. I actually trust and, and this man, so that's why and I'm that's saying for something. Exactly. When you respect and 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 you know admire somebody the way you play for them will be will be you'll hold yourself to a higher standard because it's like playing for yourself as a coach all right i I still be tripping but uh, i get what you're saying don't we all i guarantee you i guarantee you when he when he yells at you you're gonna be like yeah okay okay i got it i got it i'm good yeah so packer what you don't know is when chris and i played together chris was a player coach so he was our head mm-hmm. coach and we all played for him but i was the quarterback so i was i basically took on the role of offensive coordinator and we really really worked well together but to have to play with one another with him being my wide receiver and the head coach there was some some shit that would happen between us from time to time man <laughs> and so, and so I, I applaud you for being able to take your coaching mentality bring it to the field and be able to work with a strong-minded individual like coach and and do his shit, but then help him see your shit, and you guys will be great together is, is, what, I'm, is what I'm gonna see. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping yeah. for. I'm hoping that's the way it goes down. All right, so rolling into the next topic, one thing that has happened that is a, a result of us going down to six teams for the fall is now we get to have a four-team playoff for what would have been our week seven instead of just having one versus two in the championship. So we, the teams and point differentials and all of those things that make up. So the record obviously will be number one, Mm -hmm. number two will be head to head and the number three will be the standard tiebreakers. So 
it's going to be interesting to see because with only six teams and everybody playing each other once, you know there's going to be some ties and how that differential works out and how those tiebreakers work out is going to determine who one, one versus four and two versus three to go into the championship in, in uh, Bullhead City, Arizona. So wow. I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm so happy it's going to be televised that I can't even stand it. And then the championship in Bullhead is going to be just flat out amazing. And I've got some more bombs I'm going to drop on probably huh? week week three about what we're going to be doing now and at the pod, at the championship. So I'm going to save that for another time. So I'm glad you guys went top three, top four, because if it works out that way, we know who our, we know who our playoff teams are going to be, and then the champion will come from those four. So that, that was beautiful to see. So, sure. so Packer, I, I, we're getting towards the end of our a normal allotted time, and I want to give you and Savion some time to you know kind of discuss any of the things that you even want to get off your chest before we start to wind out. Man, should I? I pretty much got all mine off. It's just, you know, I don't like how that dude Rashad came out here talking like he was running Vegas. Like, boy, you couldn't even do nothing in Jamboree. Yeah, like, he, um, he, he got to come out here a little bit more humble, bro. That's that's like, why I put him at four. That's why I put him at four, honestly, because he didn't impress me none in Jamboree. He didn't, none, I didn't, he, all, he sh- shit. all he showed me was he was not ready for the style of defense that Vegas brings. That's all he showed me. Clearly. Like my you know, boy Rob put him in the dirt a couple times. Like, bro, you're not you're not who you thought you was. Well, Rob can is I, a beast too, though. Let's not sleep on can Rob. Just say something no, on this real I, quick because I, I not. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I like what you're saying, and we could go back, Derek. You know what I'm talking about too. We could go back to when I heard about him coming out, and what I said about it, and it wasn't disrespectful. What it was was, you know, you shouldn't say anything until you actually play against right. these guys because we used to have teams come out and we used to play in the national championship or not the national championship sorry the um nationals when they came out here with uh with bill when we used to play in the flag and they would complain mm-hmm. all the time about how rough the vegas teams played because we rough you up that was right. our game so my thing was don't don't sit there and say you know oh well we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that because the physicality of what we bring in our game and the way we play football is different. It mm-hmm. isn't, it isn't just that easiness, that easy thing that you're doing, you know, right. it's, it's the one thing that is going to um, come out and it's going to come out quick. So you better be ready. Right. Because we go, we're going to knock your dick in the dirt and we're going to keep doing it over and over and over again until you roll over and say, uncle. So be ready. Nah, for that's it. And that's what I saw y'all do to him. And you know, it's hard to run when you're on your back. So respect to, to him for what he's doing and what he's trying to do. I got respect for him for that. But I agree with you, Pac. I, I think you should have came out a little bit more humble. Come out a little bit more humble because when, what these guys are going to bring, you piss people off, and this is what happens. Right. <laughs> like, I was cool up until he acting like he was God's gift of football in Vegas. Like, boy. We had greats come out this bitch. Shut your mouth at that bullshit. Well, he's got, he will have a lot to atone for. And, uh, and like I said, regarding the pit bosses, I think the worst thing that could have happened to everybody else in the league is for everybody to have done him dirty the way they did. Cause now he needs, knows that he needs to go back in the lab and figure some shit out. And the type of athlete that I know he is, 
once he figures that out, it's going to be hard for everybody else. So it, it's good for us all overall to have this level of competition, everybody to have things not kind of go their way that day. Because mm-hmm. what's going to happen next week or the week or, 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 or and the week after that is going to be special. Definitely. Hey, I got to get off of this, man. Get ready to leave for work. That's all right. Oh, that was perfect. All right. Definitely. Well, Samuel, do you have any parting one. words or are you, are you ready to just bounce? Uh, no, I said everything I had to say. Well, well all you I did... got to say is good luck, Pac, on your game. Same to you, bro. Same to you. Yes, sir. Let oh, yeah. Thank y'all yeah. for having me on the show. Uh, and have a wonderful man. night. It was worse. Right, Chris Casey, stay on. Let's let's wrap this thing together. All right, gentlemen, have a great night. Thank you for being on with us. Yep. Thank have you a very great much. season. Appreciate stay healthy. It. Appreciate it, John. Appreciate it. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that that was a pretty great conversation and show. We talked more basketball on the show than we ever have before. That's for damn sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, the playoffs situation. I think that makes the season a little more special. I wanted to kind of talk on that a little bit further because now we we've got something building up the entire season. It's not just who's going to be one and two, but who's going to end up one versus one through four. And starting next week, it it all matters, right? You, the the minute you drop a single game, you've got a lot of, of work to make up, and everyone's going to be dropping games every week. So looking forward to it. I definitely am because I mean, we we you know now that you said that, and all of us picked our top four. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all breaks down. I want to see, you know, come midseason is, uh, you know, did it take a team like Kryptonite too long to get going? And they're just out of it, even though they're showing something, because we don't know. Right. You know, um, do the Hunters and the Gold put, put things together as individual teams now instead of together and start showing something right away? Or does it take them a little bit of time? I just think, you know, pit bosses could jump out to this thing and take an early lead that nobody can, nobody can catch. So that's one. And it's because of all their players that have been playing in this, in the league, uh, this is going into their second year, if you will, and second season and really showing what they're made of. So what happens if next week pit bosses versus insomniacs insomniacs blow them out? <laughs> not gonna happen. Damn, I know it's not, not gonna, gonna happen. happen. <laughs> but it's not gonna. But any given Sunday, right? You never know. Yeah. Right. Right. You gotta yeah. remember but, the Insomniacs only gave up one score the entire jamboree. That that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. But, but we got we got to talk about why. We got to yeah. talk about what, why. Well, one of their games got shut down. Yep. Yep. Early too. Early. Early on. So that's but, one of the reasons. But what about the other three series where no where people didn't score? Well, I, I think that um, we got to look at who they played against too, because I don't think OTT was 100 percent ready to go, no. and that was one of the game, one of the teams that they played against when they didn't score any, I put a points on the board. So we really have to look at that and and really say, okay, how much different is OTT going to look with a QB, right? With a QB that can out, actually get out there and throw throw the rock right. around. Oh, for sure. So I mean, they've got the talent. So once they start to put that all together, so that's what I'm saying. It's hard for me to call that right now because we didn't see every team's best except for the pit bosses. And even with that, one of their games got called, which cost them the jamboree. So I'm with you. The, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it really is a, you better put everybody else on notice because it's going to be ugly with them. Cause I don't think, um, you know, 
Bartley or the team took too kindly to that. And I think that, uh, you know, they're going to be looking to run it. They're going to be looking to go undefeated. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that uh, after the Jamboree, I had to talk with Bartley and yeah, he wasn't happy about the way things went down. And he said, I guarantee you we're not going to put another game in a referee's hands this season. Point blank, period. We're coming out to whoop everybody's asses. And that so. sounds that sounds amazing. <laughs> but I think what's going to be more important is for them to have an understanding of the rules so that, that they don't yes. have to bench the referees. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I understand coming down and imposing your will, but if imposing your will gets you 15 yards every time of going the other direction, that does not help. Yeah, no, it does absolutely not. But yeah, there's there's some things that I've talked to things that I've talked to Bartley on that I'm not sure he wants me to mention here, so I'm not going to, but with some of the things I know he's got going on, um, some people he's got possibly coming in and joining the team, there's I I just I don't see I don't see anybody being able to compete with him. I see him being in one team that doesn't lose a game. Wow, that's saying something. All right. So, Casey, the one thing I wanted to touch base with you, you got to sit in the broadcast booth, in quotation marks, with the big three, Big Rob, Corey Hammond, and Matt Ryan. Yes, yes, sir. And, oh, my goodness. It, that was I, I, that, that was a hell of an experience. I loved it. Um they what they bring to the broadcast in the way of extra analysis and the understanding of this game is just it's beyond amazing um and it definitely definitely made i'm not gonna lie it made the broadcast sound a lot better it really did um just having them there i think made it well-rounded and well put together yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed it man i Obviously, we have some work to do with the timing and everything like that. But the analysis, yes. the, the analysis, the conversation, the information, the 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 way they broke down things, the history that they brought to the game, having them on our broadcast this coming season is going to oh. be absolutely fire, and it's oh, going yes. to help you and I elevate our game and help them hone their skills. And guess what? Just like the purpose of this podcast, guess what they're going to be doing every Sunday. Talking yep. about Vegas. <laughs> yep, absolutely. They're gonna be talking about Vegas. And it ain't even I mean, it's not even just all that. I mean, yeah, they bring a lot to the table in the way of what they bring to the broadcast. But just my goodness, they're the minds that they have as well was just amazing. Um, some of the things that they were able to in between breaks give me hints on things that I could do differently. Like it just you're right, it's gonna help elevate everybody's game. Um, and everybody's level on the broadcast. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's amazing that they're taking the time out of their Sundays to join us on our, on our Sunday for the fall, seeing that they don't have anything going on in the fall. It helps them to keep, you know, in the rhythm and knock the dust off and the dirt off and get them ready for their spring seasons as well. So. Yeah, I'm excited. Chris, did you see anything? specific that was different than the the spring that we needed to work on or anything that you saw that's that jumped out at you as like talent level what what did you see what was your overwhelming feeling i mean seeing some of these guys on the field field level and watching the speed of the game <clears throat> was um a little surprising because there's some athletes out there 
And I know that when we're talking about football, normally we'd be talking about everybody being an athlete. But when I say that, I mean, there's some guys that I feel are with some coaching and, and um, some practice could really be something, uh, you know, in this league and really show some talent that we're not ready for. And the reason why I say we're not ready for it is because I think that they're going to show just how talented they are and we're going to see some outstanding play. Um, it's just, uh, it's different being up in the box. It's different when you're standing sideline and you're watching these guys and with Savion, for instance, him leaving people was incredible. I mean, to see the distance that he gained uh, leaving some of these guys on these throw-offs was just mind-blowing because he's at a whole different level when it comes to speed. That's just something that, that blows my mind. I've seen a lot of guys out on the field. I played against a lot of guys that were fast. This kid takes it to a whole nother level. So it's going to be interesting to see what goes on with him and how it's almost a sleeper to... speed with, with Savion. Yeah. Cause he doesn't well, even look like he's moving. No, yeah, he doesn't. no, the thing about it is if, and, and if you're standing sideline, you see him pick up the ball right on the first one and you see him come out of the end zone. I'm like, dude, I, I look like at you. Like, why isn't, yeah. Why isn't he hitting his next gear? Then he yeah. set it up and then was gone. And it was and like, was gone. Oh, okay. Now I see why. Right. So he's, he's at that, uh, Ferrari. That's he's got the, the jet you know, burners. Yeah. And he's, he's hitting that second gear when everybody else is already in fifth going, okay, I'll have another gear. So when I saw that on the side from the sidelines, that blew me away. Now, as far as uh, teams go again, I can't stress this enough. There's some teams out here with a little coaching. They're going to be deadly. I mean, just watching what they, how they play with heart. And they, there was never any quit in some of these guys. They just wanted to go out there and play ball. So a little coaching with some of these teams, I'm telling you, this could be the best season, um, not only for us, but for people watching A7FL. I think this could be a, a, just a, a game changer. And then when we go into the spring season, just seeing some of these guys out there playing, I think there's going to be people that are, you know, basically become fans of these guys. Because like you said, we don't wear helmets. So when people see them, they're going to be out there watching their favorite player because I think that's how big this is going to be. These guys are, are playing ball. And this, this thing of watching it on TV, it plays really well on TV like the NFL does. Agreed on and, all fronts, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Something else I wanted to add, too, the way we utilized you, Derek, on the sideline for the sideline reporting if if we can make that work right, that is going to be fire too because if there's like any major injuries or anything like that, that'll be something you'll be able to bring from the sideline as you get that information as well to the broadcast. And I thought that was another aspect of the broadcast that I thought is just going to elevate it that much more. Yeah, I was absolutely feeling that as well, listening back. What it, when it was happening live, I didn't really understand how it was feeding into the broadcast because I was trying to, or what would be the broadcast, obviously we were just testing, but what, how it fit into the broadcast. I was trying to find my spot and not break in too weird. And it came out really nice on, on the re-air that I saw, but Matt and I started having conversations that when I came in, I was very hot because I wasn't talking a lot. So my levels go up and down. Right. So right. There's, a, there's a lot that needs to be worked out, but it, to your point, if we can get that, that on-field com commentary and injuries and conversations and, you know, in-game interviews even, and, and, yeah. un 
you know, halftime interviews get, from the coach down on the field, like right. <laughs> or getting explanations of a call as to why something went down a certain way. Like we had yep. someone said last night, uh, offsetting penalties for uh, uh, encroachment and uh, and false start. I'm like, no, that's impossible. That's either one yeah, or the other. Those can't offset. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, they can't. Right. Be. <laughs> right. So anyway, I had a blast. I'm really looking forward to this coming Sunday. I got a lot going on to get there and pulling my hair out, but it'll all be worth it. It'll be all be worth it on Sunday. Yes, it will. All right, gentlemen, do you guys have any uh, parting words for the, for the fans? I just got one thing. Get your popcorn ready. Yeah, I was going to say, get your popcorn ready and buckle your seatbelts because this is going to be a hell of a ride. And make all sure right. to bring an umbrella. And we will have umbrellas for sale. We, we have like six of them left. Uh, they are, I think, Pit Bosses and Insomniacs umbrellas only because they're from last season. So if you forget one, we will have them for sale. Uh, but a reminder to all fans, that December 11th, this coming Sunday, 10 o'clock a.m., Bonanza High School, all fans are free. The concessioners will be out there. We'll have Pinoy Picks out doing the food truck. Uh, we understand we have OTT and Kryptonite. They're going to team up to bring some consent, some uh, snacks for the kids as well. So there'll be uh, some low-cost stuff out there for, for you guys to, to purchase and enjoy your day. We'll have a full day of football from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Please come out here, f- find out who your favorite team is, get to know the A7FL. So, Casey, with that, I'm good. I just want to thank you guys so much for, for being here tonight and for being flexible and doing this on a Thursday instead of our normal Wednesday night slot. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, no problem. Not a problem at all. Too much fun. Absolutely too much fun. Can't do without it. Right? Right on, man. Well, Casey, you want to take us out? Yep. For me, I am Casey Cox. He is Derek Duncan and the Commissioner Chris Vera. Until next time, we will see you on the other side of the wall.